In the year AE3, everyone in Meritropolis was assigned a numerical merit score to decide their worth to society and whether they would live or die. The mandate of the merit scoring system was simple. The needs of the many always outweighed the desires of the individual. That three years after the event in the small city had scrabbled together a group of 50,000 souls was testament to their resolve. Brutal adherence to the system in the years that followed protected the hardiest of the city's inhabitants from what lay within and without the gates. Submitting to the system provided the best chance of collective survival. Of course, there are always those who refuse to submit. Anger threatened to bubble to the surface. The only outward indicator of the tectonic shift below was a crooked fault line creasing the space between Charlie's eyes. Palms up! Show and go! Show and go! Keep it moving! The blue-jacketed officer intoned. Sir, show me your palms! Now! Cold blue eyes stared at Charlie from beneath bushy red eyebrows. Charlie slowly lifted his palms without breaking eye contact. Score of... The officer's eyes widened beneath his shock of auburn hair. Excuse me, sir. Score of 118. Very good for a young man such as yourself, sir. Please move along. Charlie stood in place, lingering just long enough with his forearms brandished and his eyes unblinking to let it be known where the guard and his score of 79 really stood in the Meritropolis hierarchy his dangling bat and squeaky jackboots notwithstanding. Charlie didn't give a rip about the score stamped on his own forearm, but assessment day, though a weekly requirement of the system, was something Meritropolis residents endured with silence. To be silent was to be safe. The line between Charlie's eyes relaxed, but only a little. He looked around. We've all been trained to accept being herded like animals, to take being branded with a numerical score, he thought. And for what? So the system can determine who stays in and who gets forced out? Charlie shook his head in disgust, as if any of the guards acting so high and mighty were any better than the people they were evaluating. After all, everyone in Meritropolis had their score assessed once a week, and everyone was required to keep their current score stamped on their inner right forearm and clearly visible at all times, even the guards. Everybody used the traditional henna-like stamping services freely available on any street corner from approved score stampers with their special links. Some people even added the curly cues, whorls, and other typical tattoo flourishes to their score. It was as if the embellishments were a kind of talisman that would keep them in, not out. Of course, the truly fearless don't need to tattoo the word brave on their anatomy. Charlie was stunned by the lengths to which people would go to pretend that this thing they were terrified of was, in fact, something to be celebrated. What would happen if I flipped one of the guards' hands over and looked closely at their score? Charlie wondered. What if I told the red-haired one with the fuzzy caterpillar eyebrows it was his turn to be assessed? A violent push jolted Charlie forward. He staggered and fell, catching himself on one knee. Pushing off the dusty ground with his left hand, a tiny pebble grated against the cobblestone courtyard and pricked his palm. 
A wave of fury washed over him. Funny how the little things ignite the fuse and end up burning the fastest. Charlie whirled around to find a crowd of people massing toward him. Being inside the imposing stone gates of Meritropolis provided safety and security from what lay beyond. But as Charlie was pushed and pulled in all directions, the walls began to feel constricting. We're like farm animals in a pen, Charlie thought. Young children cried out. An old man stumbled. Charlie's fierce gaze moved from the people closest to him, instantly absolving them of any guilt for the push, to the fast-approaching group of bat-wielding blue-coated officers. Blue coats, black boots.